With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 56th edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. In the previous lesson, we spoke about the concept of the Prophet, what his experience is. We described the fact that a Prophet, when he's experiencing his prophecy, so he sees it as if he's looking through a dull lens. And it's very important that we stress this point, and he stresses it over and over again, despite the fact that he's, the perception that he has is somewhat dull. Nevertheless, there's a clarity, an intellectual clarity, call it, that what he's seeing is absolutely true. And despite the fact that he experiences the experience with some kind of mushal, through some kind of parable, and the, the words are, may not be clear, or the concept may not be express, expressed expressly, nevertheless, the Prophet has the ability to understand it's something that he clearly knows that it's coming from God. He has a, he has a special connection to God as well. The Ramchal explains, and it's very important that we understand this, because it's truly fundamental to all of Judaism, and he says like this, he says that Moshe Rabbeinu, when Moses received his prophecy, so whereas all other prophets, so they had to go out of their senses, so to speak, their, their body couldn't handle it, Moshe Rabbeinu, whenever he would get a prophecy, he would be in full capacity of his senses, and it would just it wasn't in any kind of dream, and it wasn't something that was, was unclear. He had a, a full clarity of perception as he was speaking to God, as the verse says, Pe el pe the verse says, mouth to mouth do I speak to him. When Hashem spoke to him, when God spoke to him, it was the ultimate clarity, and there was no, there was no lack in that which he saw and that which he perceived. The only thing was that he couldn't actually directly perceive the divine. So there is a concept of the fact that he was looking through a lens, but the lens wasn't a dull lens, it was a absolutely clear lens that he was looking through. And that's what the verse says, In reference to Moshe Rabbeinu, to Moses, it says, He shall see a vision or the picture of God. It doesn't mean literally that he's seeing God, but it means he's able to see the prophecy, the message of God, with absolute clarity, without any dullness at all. Another interesting difference that he brings down between Moshe Rabbeinu and all the other prophets was that Moses, he had the ability, whenever he wanted, at will, he could decide he wanted to have prophecy, to commune with God, to be able to speak to God, to get some kind of message. Whereas all of the other prophets were completely beholden to God's desire. Only when Hashem decided that he wanted to give over prophecy to the other prophets would they receive that prophecy. They couldn't at will decide they wanted to receive such prophecy. Furthermore, when a prophet wanted to receive information, only Moshe Rabbeinu of all the prophets, Moses was the only one who had the ability to ask for whatever information that he wanted. He could search out from the beginning of creation to the end of creation, from the top, the highest levels to the lowest levels. He could find, he could understand anything that he wanted to. Whereas other prophets, so they only received whatever information, whatever message that God wanted to give over. And this is actually hinted to in the verse. It says, "Bechol beisi nemanhu," and all of my house, God says. Moses is, is the most faithful. He's the one who I trust. I can give him over anything. And that's also what the verse is. Ani avir kaltuvi al panech. The verse is in Exodus chapter 33, verse 19. I will pass over you, says God to Moses. I'm going to pass all of my good before you. Moshe was able to see all of the good of God. He was able to access all the information, all of the secrets that he desired. Ramchal finishes off his discussion about prophecy and this section of the book by telling us that all of the prophets, every single one of them, whether it was Moses or all the other prophets, when they would see, when they would get up there to that high level of prophecy, so they would be able to be masing, to have a perception of something, they were able to see something, some kind of form, and they were able to perceive the honor, the covet of God. And when they saw this honor, whatever they saw precisely, we can't know obviously, but they were able to see something, but they had a clarity when they saw it that they knew that th that which they were seeing was not really God. 
meaning they saw some kind of, perhaps, some kind of form of a person, maybe. But the, the fact that they saw this picture came along with that an understanding that that which they were seeing was not God's essence, but it was a, an external, something external that was created by God in order for them to be able to access the higher worlds, the prophecy, the prophetic state. Thus we find in regards to the prophecy, there was a prophecy that all of the people of Israel experienced when they were at Harsinai, when they were at Mount Sinai. So they experienced God, they saw God. That's what the verse says. But before they were able to experience God and see God, so to speak, first they had to have an understanding that that which they were about to see was not really God. And that's what we find in the verses. The verse says in Deuteronomy chapter 4, it says, Usmuna You do not see any kind of picture. Zulasi called, all they heard was a sound. And then the verse says elsewhere, Kilerisim Kotmuna. They did not see any kind of picture. But nevertheless, it does say, Vayiru Israel. In a certain sense, they did see the God of Israel. So the understanding of this is that first they had this understanding that that which they're about to see is not really God. And then they were able to see some kind of vision of God that was physical. But nevertheless, they knew with clarity that that which they were seeing was not really God nor His essence.